0: Hi, and thank you for listening to this episode. I wanted to tell you really quick, I really want to connect with you. Like, for real, I'm not joking. I really want to connect with my listeners. And so because of that, I have set up a Facebook group. And so if you'd like to join that Facebook group you can check out the show notes of this episode or my most recent episodes in season three, and the link will be in those show notes. Or you can search Facebook and search the Pursuing Purpose podcast and request to join the group. In that group, I plan to encourage, continue to encourage you in purpose. Every day we'll have a post of something that'll encourage you to uh, pursue purpose. If you're pursuing your purpose, we'll give you a spot on Saturdays to promote that thing that you're doing, if it is entrepreneurial or whatnot. Um, in any case, I just want to create a community with you. So go on Facebook, sign up to join the Facebook group, Pursuing Purpose Podcast. I can't wait to see you there. And now that you've listened to this little advertisement, you can skip over the first minute or so of the next episode that you hear this on. Welcome back to the Pursuing Purpose Podcast. Today, we are talking about what I think is more important than setting up a vision board or writing out New Year's resolutions right now. Hello and welcome back to the Pursuing Purpose podcast. My name is Rashida Jackson and I am the host of the Pursuing Purpose podcast. On this podcast, we share, I'm sharing my journey of my pursuit of purpose. Throughout the show, we'll also share other stories of other people who are pursuing purpose well. I'm just so excited that you are here tuning into this episode Also on the show, I'll be sharing some tips and what I've done step-by-step in some instances to have successes while I'm pursuing purpose. I'll share failures, my wins. I'm an open book for you guys. So in this episode, we're talking about what I believe is the most important step to take before writing out those goals for 2021 or having a vision board and If you don't know anything about me, let me introduce you to myself real quick. Like I said, my name is Rashida Jackson, and I'm a normal person. I'm a completely normal person. Now, there are some people that say that my superpower is seeing what I want and being able to execute that, which I can say I've had a knack for that all of my life but outside of that, do I have any super fancy accolades? I clearly can't speak English. Do I have any super fancy accolades or anything like that? No. I have a lot of successes from endeavoring and just pursuing things that I wanted to have. And so thankfully, God has given me a step-by-step plan of action on how to do this and replicate this process. And I'm giving it to you. It's free 99 fam, just for you. So with all of that said, that's what we're talking about in this season. I'm giving you the step-by-step process that took me out of a very disappointing five years to having one of the most successful years of my life. And on a point where I was able to identify more of my purpose and walk more in it. I'm I'm just excited about this. If you decide to take these steps, all of these steps and do them. I personally think that your life is going to be totally different, but you have to do all of the things. You can I don't want to say that. You can make some adjustments, okay? not everything is going to work exactly for everybody. And I've made some adjustments over the years, but the principles behind what I'm saying, I really think you should do those. Make sure that you're doing those, okay? Each episode, I will start with a story. In today's story, you guys get to hear a little bit about that challenging season that I was telling you about. So we're going to travel back to 2000, Fourteen ish 2015. And while I'm telling this story, I want you to, in your mind, compare what I'm saying from what happened late 2014, early 2015 to what happened in 2016. And just notice the difference, okay? I'll try to give an overview without giving away the answer of the difference until the end. So in 2015, I was in the middle of this very disappointing extent. I graduated college and just expected that life was just going to be awesome, amazing, wonderful. It was not, okay? And there were some things that happened that contributed to that. I'm not going to get into those right now, but rest assured, the person that I said I was the beginning of the episode, this highly focused, determined person, I was not that, okay? And I was coming out of that year and coming into uh those years and coming into this year, still disappointed, very just like, okay, is life going to get any better? And I was invited to a vision board party, randomly invited, just like, okay, I'll listen to whatever's happening at this vision board party. I go to the vision board party, they actually play a video from a person that is my virtual mentor and had been for a while, I just got disconnected with her ministry because I listened to it more so through podcast and I didn't have an iPhone at the time. And this is pre like Spotify, Google podcast, all of that. It was, if you were listening to a podcast, you were just li- listening to it on an iPhone or an iPod at that time in life. And so I got reconnected to this lady. I trusted what she was saying because she had led me through some other things that I found very helpful in the past. And so I listened to what she said about how to build a vision board. And I built one. We put random things on the board that I wanted. I wanted, you know, a certain apartment. I wanted to be a mom at that time. I wanted to, well, I still want to be a mom, but I I wanted like a kid by the end of that year. I wanted to produce a play. I I just put a bunch of random things on there. I'm sure I wanted more money or something like that. I'm, I'm sure I put all the random things on there. Okay. Randomly looked at the board, randomly prayed over it. You know, I started off well with probably doing it every day and then got off from there and then at the end of that year at the end of 2015 <laughs> i got none of that done none okay actually i kind of got one done and i've actually now that i'm thinking about it i probably got the years mixed up but we'll just keep it with 2015 at the time so at the end of that year i very little got done on that board i you know didn't have a kid which there are other factors that go into that. Not going to get into those, but the other things on there that were highly attainable, some of them, none none of it got done. Like why didn't it get done? I don't understand. I did all the things that the person that I look up to told me to do. I don't get it. So fast forward to late 2016, early 2017, we moved from My husband's hometown, but the town that I was living in, to a new city. We attend a new church. My husband has a new job. I'm unemployed at the time. And we go to church for a New Year's service or the first service after New Year's. And the founding pastor comes to the service and he says, all right, I want to encourage you, which ironically, this founding pastor is the father of my virtual mentor and my virtual mentor is Terry Seville Foy, by the way. And so, um, which I don't know her at all. You'll see that on my Instagram. I'm not, I don't know her personally. I have met her a couple of times, but I don't know her in any case. Um, found the pastor gets up there and says, I want everyone Go home today and write out your goals for this year. I want you to really do that. Pray about it. You know, get with God on it. All of that. Do that. And this is the year that, you know, just encouraging us to do that because that's something he does every year as a success tactic. And it's worked. Okay. I am a witness to the things that he has that has manifested from what he has put into his goals for each year. And so at this point, I'm at the lowest point of my life. I really feel like it's, I've had a couple of low points, but this felt really low. Um, I'm recovering from the disappointments from the previous five years and just like, God, I'm going to trust that this is what you're truly saying to do. Because I mean, it's not exactly writing out a vision board, but I had done that prior. I made a list of goals, put it pretty on a vision board. It didn't happen. Anyway, I I go home and I do that. And at the end of the following year, or that year, we're in 2016 at that time. No, 2017. So I do this at the beginning of 2017. And at the end of that year, I made 10 goals. I think the previous time I did this exercise, I had about six or eight goals. This time I made 10 goals. In 2015, when I made those goals, almost nothing happened. Maybe 10% of what I put on the vision board happened. In 2017, I made 10 goals and 90% of what was on my goals happened that year. What was the difference between the two? Basically, it was not exactly the same person, but the same principles were presented. I took some of the same steps but I got two different outcomes. What was the difference? The difference in 2017 from 2015 was I made a vision for my life and then worked backwards from there. What Terry Savelle Foy taught was not incorrect. I was executing it incorrectly. I only got a piece of what it was that was the big picture of what I should have been doing. And in 2017, God led me through these different avenues of how to actually be productive in setting purposeful goals for the year. And that's what I'm teaching you guys throughout this this season, the successes that I had with that. Now, you probably want to know how I set out those life goals. I'm going to tell you, I got that vision by writing out my eulogy. Now, this is also something that Terry Savelle Foy teaches, but I didn't hear that part of the lesson that year. That was one of the missing pieces. I didn't hear that in 2015 when I was making my big pretty vision board with all the awesome things I thought was going to happen. So if writing a eulogy freaks you out, (laughs) which I can understand how that could creep people out, don't worry, I have some other alternatives. But I want to tell you the benefits in that. Writing a eulogy allows you to see basically how you want to be remembered when you leave this earth. Now, everyone wants to live a long, prosperous life. That's what most people's hopes are, which that is an awesome thing to desire. You should desire that. We know that not everyone is going to make it to living to 80 or 90 years old because things happen. Life happens. Things just happen. We've seen that in 2020. However, it is still an amazing idea and a good practice to make goals for that living at least that long. Some people are believing that they are going to live 120 years. But at minimum, I think you should write a eulogy with how you want to be remembered at least up to the age of 80 or 90. So how, if you're 80 or 90 and you happen to leave this earth at that time, how do you want people to remember you? Um, What accomplishments did you make over that time? What goals did you accomplish? Did you get any accolades? Did you become a doctor? Did you write a book? Did you start a production company? Did you build a homeless community? What are the things that people are remembering you for? And those are things you want to write down, not from a depressed state of mind, but These are the things, this is the impact that I hope to make on the world before I leave it. Because reality is, is, everyone's leaving this earth in some way, shape or form. That's reality. But how do you want, how do you want the world to be different before you leave it? Those are the things that we're writing down and we're envisioning for ourselves again, if writing a eulogy is too creepy for you, I understand. Don't worry about that. I want you instead to imagine yourself at 80 or 90 or 120, whatever your vibe is, okay? And I want you to write a letter to your younger self thanking yourself for the things you decided to do that allowed you to live a life that you're living at 80 or 90 years old? What are those things that you wanna thank your younger self for? Now, in a moment, I'm going to give you some points that I think you should make in your eulogy or your thank you letter to yourself. And in each of those areas, I think that you should have at least two points under each section, but I don't want you to get overwhelmed by this at all. The point is to get a vision for who you are later in life so that we can work backwards from there. Also, another important thing that you want to remember is that this is not set in stone. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to try to do all of these things again, including the eulogy part, And I'm going to be revising some things in my eulogy because this this is just a starting point. You're just getting a starting point so that you can progress. It's almost like the board game of life. You just need to know where you're starting and you can make adjustments afterwards. And life will make some adjustments for you, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your life choices in some regard. Things will change. And that's okay. That's totally okay. You can add to it. You can take away from it. This is not written in stone. In your eulogy or your thank you note to yourself, these are the nine areas that you should consider including in your eulogy. I think first things first should be spiritually. What do you want to be remembered about you and who you you were spiritually, your spiritual life. Second point is health. Third point is finances. Fourth point is personal development. The next one is career. After that, relationships, self-care, home life, and extracurricular activities or hobbies. These are things that you want to write in your eulogy or thank you note to yourself. Under relationships, you can put family and things like that there, or you can put it under home life. But these are the areas that are going to help you make sure that you're making a well-rounded life goal list. You don't want it all to be personal development or financial or all about work. You want to have a well-rounded set of life goals. And for each of those points, I just encourage you to write at least one or two things. I spent a lot of time on that point, but basically I am done. What you guys want to do is you want to take those nine points that I spoke on and I will write them out in the show notes so that you have them. You want to take those nine points and write a vision for your life, either by writing a eulogy for yourself and or a thank you letter to yourself from the age of like 80 or 90? What are the things that you're thanking your younger self for doing that has led to a certain level of success that you are experiencing at an older age if eulogies are a little too heavy for you? And my call to action for this episode is I encourage you to subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already on whatever platform that you're listening to it on currently so that you can hear our next episode on setting five and one year goals. Remember, again, when you're writing these out, these things are not set in stone and just have fun writing out who you want to become, what you want to be remembered for. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the end of this episode. Again, subscribe if you haven't already, and I will see you in the next episode where we're finally writing out our five year and one year goals. See you guys in the next episode.